Okay, Perik Vav of Nesiv Ha'avoda. So now we're going to be continuing with how to daven. So the first order of business is um, the Gemara says that one should not stand in a high place. So um, certainly not on a stool or, or some sort of a raised platform. Whatever. In fact, we see that in Chazal, when a person was going to go up to the Amu to Davan, the expression was Yoreid Lufneateva, to go down, literally. Uh, for some reason, the, that minhag stopped. But uh, so the Gemara learns this concept from the Posik Mima'amakim Krasicha Hashem, which we have been saying for. Uh, for a while now, that, you know, is it the Hillam that we say uh, for, for the war in Israel? As well, the Maral show, the Avnoi show, uh, the outside is on street level. When you go inside, it goes down. Because not only the Kazi, but everybody should be Mimah Akim. Nice. The whole thing is wow. sunk down. Beautiful. So, here's where he died. Wow, very <laughs> so, nice. Yeah. You were there? No, I was just, you're aware. You were there. That you go down steps. You know, okay. so the challenge is the Shalat in the case of just the shalit too, right? Right. Right. But yeah, but certainly what the Gemara is saying here is the, what the Gemara learns from here is that you cannot daven in a raised on, on a raised platform or on like top on the top of a hill, something like that. Like a, a bima. Also, bima is a big discussion. A bima, right? So the the conclusion is like this: that the Gemara says this. But if the area itself is, is its own area, which means it's four amos by four amos area, right? Commons. What? It's kind of like a commons. A what? A commons from, from Shabbos. Oh, uh, yeah. no, no, Malcolm Tour is something less than four by four tfachim. Oh, okay. Yeah, whereas anything more than four by four tfachim can already be a carmelous or a, uh, you know, or a shusayachim. But here we're talking about four amos. Like a, a large, a large area. So then, if you're standing in that, then, then that's like your new location. Just like there wouldn't be technically a problem if the entire shul was raised up, right? Or you know, if it could have the whole room or whatever, right? So, um, so being in the bima, especially if there's rail guards, right? So then it, it encloses that area. Then it's even true, even if it's smaller, right? Then, it, then it's fine. We have a problem with the bar mitzvah bar. They have to put him on a soapbox so that he can he can stand. You can see the the safety. For the lane. For the lane. That's okay. Laying is fine. We're talking about for the amida. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So so now so so again so so we learn that from the pasuk mimamakim kresicha Hashem. That's one pasuk, and the Gemara brings another pasuk tefila leoni ki yisatif. Uh, a prayer is to a on you to a poor person when he either enwraps himself or when he maybe when he's like fainting. No, it's also it could be a language fainting, like uh, we say in capital Kufman base. Say it twice a day. Yeah. 
Now, the morale says, of course, this is a drush. What's the poshep shat posk? What does it mean? Hashem, I call out to you from the from the depths of what? doesn't mean that I made sure to climb down into a tunnel to call out to you. Hamas is taking the wrong approach. Uh, it means from a place of humility, from a lowliness of spirit, I call out to you. And that's obviously the next passage as well. We don't mean only for poor people. Prayer is not just for poor people, but also for wealthy people. But the point is that when you dive into Hashem, a person should be in a state of feeling himself as a poor person. Right? Exactly. Um, <clears throat> now we'll talk about why that is in a minute. But so just the Maharaj's place. So what is the drusha? So where do we get it from? That you're not allowed to daven in a raised location, a raised place. So he says an unbelievable thing. The chitzonius is or the pnimius. Like we saw in Mesut Sharm, where Mesut Sharm, Baruch, chitzonius or the pnimius. Zrizus. That's what you meant. You meant Zrizus. Yeah, I know you did. Right? So if a person, Wait, really that, a person. That was fair? And I get that, that counted? <laughs> As a what? That's where it's it is. Great I mean, that, that's, a whole, that's a whole pair. I mean, that's a whole three product. Right. That was what the Rosh Kohl was looking for? Okay, it's in the last one. Okay. Um, but, 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 over there, right? Because yeah. if you have difficulty arousing feelings of excitement, towards doing a mitzvah or something so you, you kind of get yourself all riled up and run to, run to it and and you know you know move your arms do like while you're doing it and, and that'll actually help you to get excited for the mitzvah because the chitzonius is more the penis like, the moral doesn't say those words but what he says is that if you're in a raised up place you're naturally feeling a certain level of of uh, of elevation of supremacy you know having the higher ground holding the higher ground right uh, a person is somewhere where he sees an expansive right he's like high up he's above you know you're up in a helicopter you feel like uh, you know, even if you just uh, there's a certain feeling of I'm on top of the world Paying in an airplane. What? Paying in an airplane. So again, an airplane is is a domain. It's like it's like a place. So you know, you're not really feeling like I'm on top. So how how 
um, strict is the halakha. In other words, if a person did daven in a place where maybe he shouldn't have had an elevated platform, we have to daven again. No, no, no. Just yeah, it just it just it, uh, it's the halakha not to do that. But it's not going to be makkah. Right. Um, so, <coughs> yeah. 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 But, but uh, he says, you know, there's all these things that dictate our internal state. Because so if a person is sitting, he feels a certain level of of calmness, of uh, of uh, kind of being. Um, you know, whatever it is, in charge, of power, right? Uh, that's why a throne, a, a king's throne, is a symbol of the king's power. Why? Because he's sitting in a very, when the person sits, he's in a very stationary, solid uh, state. When the person standing, he's uh, he's like uh, in in a feeling of uh, transience. He, he, he could be sent off at any moment to go and bring something or get something or whatever it is. And he sentenced someone criminal. Right, right. Stand, Stand before the bench. Even before the sentencing, just even going to make your arguments. Just for any, you stand before the bench. Now, what's the bench? What's the bench? The bench is the judges would sit on a bench. It's, it's, by the way, it's all based on the Gemara. The, the, the Yanim sit. And and the and the and and the people that are that are coming to present there, yeah, they stand, right? Exactly. Okay. So now for the now for the uh, why. So what what's the issue over here, right? So the point is, Tfila is the recognition that I am a recipient to Hashem. That's what you said already many times, right? Tfila is I come. Hashem to request he's the he's the master of everything and I come to request from him to receive whatever my needs are whatever whatever it is that um, that I want right uh, so the entire relationship is one that I'm the recipient recipient just like with the language of Mashpia Mekabel. Mashpia is the, the the giver, but it also comes from the language of Hashpa Shefa means flow. So flow, like flowing water, water goes from the higher ground to the lower ground. So if I'm the recipient, it means I'm on the bottom, and Hashem is on top, and He's pouring to me, and I'm receiving. Shefa being energy. Shefa, be, Shefa literally means flow. Yeah, now it, so, so it means the influx uh, you guys had it this morning yeah, yeah. In, in what? Yeah. Ah. Like yeah. a pitcher and a cup. Yeah. So so that has to be below. So the recipient has to be below. And and, and conceptually means that only through a recognition of humility that I'm on the I'm I'm lacking and Hashem is the one who has that's the dynamic of Tfilos. So if I'm in a haughty raised up state, then it's not gonna be a feel of me Makim from the depths of my heart. I'm crying out of recognizing I'm completely dependent 
on Kodesh Baruch Hu, so physically that's, that in halacha it plays itself out as not to dive in the high place, but notice what's the what's the what's the pshat of the pasuk and what's the drush. The pshat is from a place of humility. The drush is you're not allowed to stand and erase the place. Why are you not stand, allowed to dive and erase the place? Because if you dive and erase the place, it becomes impossible to be in a fully humble state of mind. But how much more so that it's it's a bad feeler if you're not in a humble state of mind. I mean, the whole problem with davening. Imagine somebody coming in and takes out a little a little uh, three tefach tall chair, like a little stool, put, puts it in this spot and stands up under the davens. Half of the shul is going to run over to the guy and be like, that is also to do. It's a first shul. You're not allowed to dive on top of a chair. He turns around and he says, well, did you daven humble? Did you daven humbly to Hashem? Were you, were you coming from a place of lowliness when you were turning to Hashem? Because first you should be Mekayim, the straightforward meaning of the Pasuk. Before you're Mekayim, the Drush of the Pasuk. If you have to choose between one or the other, which one should you choose? Ah, right. Um, that would be awesome. Yeah, that would be awesome. He would. He shouldn't do that. Right. I'm not saying that, but it's a consideration. Yeah. So that, that's uh, yeah. So that, so the Gibor talks about davening up in a tree. And you're not allowed to daven in a tree. Shema, you could do. Shema is different. Shema is not here. Okay. So. Um, is your house. Again, back back to the place. This is the this is this height. What if you what if you're on the in the on the th- on the second story of your build of your house? What if you have to go up a, uh, a few sta- a few stairs to get up into your house? None of that is a problem. We're talking about um, it's a different that, the, that domain becomes the new floor. Okay. Um, so that is, and again, the person has to be in a state of of of, of being impoverished, of, of being an ani, etc. Not. Right. So again, now a tech. Are there exceptions? There are exceptions. Let's say you're on a you're on a caravan and you can't stop. You can't stop your animal. If you stop your animal, you're going to be left in the middle of the desert by yourself. So you have so then you have to dive on top of on top of the animal. Okay. Then that might you know that uh, stuck that, in your car. That's that, that, so in your car, I don't know if you're actually raised up. 
No, but I, you I can't you stop, it. so you drop it where you are. It's about standing. You can't stand either. You have to say that's the problem, but, but you're not high up. No. But I guess if you, maybe if you would be high up, if you'd be in, maybe a car is its own domain. I wonder if a car might be its own domain. So that would be, that would, that would alleviate this problem. Right. Um, I don't know if. I'd have to look into it. I'm not sure. Why is uh, it's no gear halakha la maisa for you? Raborg wants to know if he is allowed to continue diving in his donkey. On his camel. On his camel. An elephant, that, that's got to be its own domain. A car is going to get in. Well, especially if you have that like little box on top of the animal, then that, that would be okay. You know, in, in Africa, we have all these things. No, but, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> People <laughs> think so. As far as how much he has to lower himself, because he can't sit in a regular chair. It's just, uh, even lower. It's more of a mimama as well. Well, it's a sitting right? That's a sitting thing. Yeah, not, when not he's sitting. Right. Yeah. Okay. So next is we're going to take it now a step further not only does one have to recognize that you're a recipient. A recipient means when I'm relating to Hashem, I am low down. Because in order to receive, if you want the water to flow, you have to be low down. But not only that, but you have to be a absolute recipient. It means in your interaction with Hashem, even though the rest of the day we're going about our business, we're going about our day, we're, we, are, we are yes doing things, we are yes um, being proactive, etc. However, in Tfila, it's a state of absolute passivity, state of absolute reliance on Hashem. In Tfila, in prayer. It's, it's a feeling versus that being the reality all the time? Right. We're getting into a mode of a mindset, specifically during death, and Hala Maya should probably have a thought for a long time. time. Nope. No? Complete reliance? You'll see why. In Tfila, you have to keep your feet together. If you had to do that the entire day, you would die of starvation. <laughs> right. Assuming you don't have something, you, you would die of starvation. I'm not aware of any tzaddikim that didn't move from their spot and were fed in that spot. Again, it's just interesting though, which goes bring up an example, it shows unless you're completely being fed by someone else. Just interesting that we're counting. Which goes on with the continuum. Okay. So, um, so anyway, so, so the Gemara continues and says that when a person davens, you should put your feet together 
like the Pesach says, V'raglehem regel yeshara. The feet of the angels are one straight leg. It's a drush. Right, so you see this, it's a single leg, which means... Uh, that's what we see, the two, the two feet that you put together, like a single foot. Now, what's this concept? I mean, it's wonderful. The angels have one leg. How does that mean that when I'm davening, I need to put my feet together? In what way am I looking to mimic an angel when I'm davening? Now, the rest of the time, Hashem made me with how many legs? Pop quiz? Good job, Dovin. So, clearly, we are different from angels. Okay? But... They do? They only have one leg? But who? That's shady. Look, he said shady. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not aware of shady having only one leg, but okay. Um, so the point is that the rest of the time we exist as two-legged creatures, but in tefillah, as I understand, we're meant to become like angels. Now. Why should we become like angels? Answer is, angels are... The point is, angels are completely reliant on Hashem. Angels have nothing of their own. That's why they're called a malach. A malach is a messenger. What's a messenger? A messenger is that he's entrusted with a particular task, and he carries out that task. That's it. He's a gopher. He just does what he's instructed, and there's nothing. And this is their name, which means this is what they are. They are nothing but recipients to the instructions of Hashem. Hashem gives the instruction, and that's what they have. But it seems that they do have some leeway because they don't always follow what Hashem says. Oh, uh, they they always follow what Hashem says. They sometimes make a mistake how they understand the instructions, but. But they always do what Hashem says. They have one tough But the point is that so a malach is a perfect recipient to the will of Hashem, and they do nothing but that. So that's and that's the concept of having this one regal, as we're going to discuss in a minute, why that is. But but that's first of all that's what it represents. And so Chazal understood that being that, tefillah is that we're looking to step into a place of being not just recipients to Hashem, which is already symbolized by not standing in a, in a raised up place. Because there we say a language of one should not stand in a raised place. Here we're saying one should, which is already, it's like a surme ravaseto first, you should not stand in the right place because if you do that, you ruin the entire recipient thing. Once you're not standing in a raised place, but you still might stand with your feet apart, which would mean you're not an, you might be low, but you're not an absolute recipient. Absolute recipient demands 
the two feet are put together. We'll talk about why in a minute. So that, but that's what we're looking to gain now is to become like malachim, to be absolute recipients. Meaning an alul legamri, a total uh, empty vessel that has nothing of your own. In other words, the rest of the day, I have my own powers and my own abilities. Now I can come to Hashem and I can say, listen Hashem, I recognize that I'm pretty strong, but in X, Y, and Z areas, I can't do it by myself. I'm at 75%. Top me off, help me to get to 100%. No, that is incorrect. When we, when we approach for tefillah, we approach at zero. And asking Hashem for 100%. Okay, so now what is this concept of one foot versus two feet? First of all, on a very simple level, before we act in the world, before we go, we do anything in the world, the very first beginning of that process, like we say, I mean, obviously, first there's a decision in the mind to go ahead and act, right? Um, and then you stand up as well. You have to stand up. But then the actual, so far nothing has happened, right? Once you start going already, now you're, now you're already engaged in, in that action. So the, as far as the body parts that are doing things, the very first body part involved in doing things, I mean the beginning of every action is in is in the feet getting there. Before you can before you can do anything, you first have to stand up and get there. So that album is called a mahalach, like the in the Navi that uh, that the Navi was called a, a mahalach bein haomdim. He's a walker amongst the standers. Who are the standers? Angels. Angels stand. Because angels are what they are. They're not changing. They're not, they're not, they're not going and doing anything. They are what they are. And, they, and uh, they're created exactly the, the way that they're meant to be in order to serve Hashem and do whatever it is that they're meant to do. But Adam is a mahala, is He's changing. He's, he's growing. He's advancing. He's progressing. So obviously just like that marshal of I'm getting from place A to place B with my feet. So too in every particular action, I first stand up and I go, that's the beginning of, of, of my doing. So, so already we're saying that if, you're, if you step into Tila as a doer, as someone who goes and accomplishes, that's already a wrong state of mind, right? Because you, you, you want to come in as, a, as an absolute macabre. That, it, Hashem, I can't do anything without you. And that's symbolized by the putting of the feet together. That's, that's one level of understanding. The moral is going to give us a deeper understanding. But before we do, we want to tie in, we wanna tie in the, the, the beginning of every action is in the feet. That's where we act from. But the end of every action is in the hands. 
that's where we actually are. You, you stand up, you go, and you make the thing, and then you finally give it or, or whatever, you change it, you alter it, that's in the hands. So too, not only um, do we want to stand with our feet together, but a person should also put his hands together, fold it over his heart. Okay? So, some people do like this, some people do like that, um, not like this, and not like this, right? That's a separate point, right? The, the reason why we don't put, like, uh, like the Christians, why we don't put the hands in an equal way is because the chesed has to be greater than the din, always. So you always want the right hand over the left hand. So either um, the two hands clasped, or the right hand over the left hand, or the right hand clasping the left hand on top. Yeah. Okay? What? I have heard some So with the hands up is a... We'll take a quick tangent to address that. <coughs> Hands up. The the midrash says that a tefillah that's said with the hands raised up above the head is like always going to be answered. It's, it's incredible things that are said about that. However, however, the halacha is uh, that you're not allowed to daven like that. And the reason is, Rabbi Kiva Eger says that it's the way of the Goyim it's become the way of the Goyim to pray with their hands up um, and I think maybe, I, I think I remember Moshe explaining that it means once the base of Mavish was destroyed and we lost that Madrega actually it might, even, it might be it might be in the in the base Yaakov, the Suda from um, I Yaakov I, I have to look around for the Marmo calls, but the point, but, but, but the point is that it, it's a it's it's a it's a very high madrega to dabble with your hands up above your head like that um, that we're not holding. Okay. So, this, so the Gemara says, this, this is how you daven, like this, with your hands clasped in front of your heart, folded over in front of your heart. I'm okay with us not being like that, but if the Goyim, we have a practice, and the Goyim... That's the doctor, my point. That's it's not going to negate every single practice. That's, no, you're saying a very good point, right? What, what's going to be left to us? So this is exactly this is exactly the point. Ties into, it's a much bigger word, we're not going to have time to go to it now, but there's a Rashi in, um, Hashem says that uh, we have to make a mezbeach of, of stones and not a matseva and not an, uh, a monolith, right? Uh, and Rashi says, even though that in the days of the Avos, a monolith was beloved to Hashem. Yaakov erected a monolith to Hashem, but since then it became the way of the Goyim and it became hated by Hashem. And right there, uh, there's an entire shtickle Torah, if you want, I'll send it to you, uh, about 
the, the, the Ramban says, so what? Now, what about pouring wine libations? What about offering animal sacrifices? What about... Uh, you, 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 many of the things that the Guari answers, and there's a whole beautiful Dvar Torah on it. Um, not for now. I'll, gl- I'll gladly share with you. What? You put on a grave as well. You used to put flowers and the Goyim started doing it. Okay, yeah, 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 that's, I don't know. I don't, okay. I don't know if that's a halach. We're talking about halach. We're talking about mitzvah. We're talking about a lav in the Torah. Currently, there's a lav in the Torah to make a to, to, to make a monolith, even though Yaakov did it. That's like you're talking about minhagim. That's a different minhagim. You can be knowing whatever you want. Trees in, indoors, no trees indoors. Fine, that's what the goal says. That, that we used to bring in trees for Shavuos. We don't bring trees for Shavuos anymore. That's Minhagim. But we're talking about here halachos. Okay. So anyway, coming back to over here. Uh, so this concept of folding the hands. So that's uh, a, a negation of action in the in the absolute way. It means. Um, to, that I, I, I can't I can't even do any, I can't even in other words if a person doesn't have feet he can't go out and change the world but at least he could do something that's in front of his nose he could he could uh, if there's something in front of him he could he could act on it right but so the folding of the hands in addition to the putting the feet together also the holding of the hands is 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 a, a bit of of all abilities entirely. Okay, now on a on a deeper level, um, oh, so was it? So um, first, so the Gemara there brings a machlekes. The other opinion says uh, a different source, not from angels. The source is from. Kohanim, that they would walk up the Mizbeach, putting their heel to touch their toe. Mm-hmm. Right? You, what? So, so as to not to expose, so as to not show their erva. Right? It's a pasuk. Now, Rashi and Spat asked the Kasha. What do you mean to not reveal their erva, their private parts? Right? The Kohanim would wear what? They had a whole pants. They had pants. So how could you possibly show erva? Right? Mm-hmm. So it means that when you take large steps, there's a certain revelation of um, of a coarseness of a physicality and that's the erva that the mezbeah shouldn't see um, right now now in what way so in the way of that when you when you take a step what you're showing is I have ability to expand. I have ability to go beyond myself. That's what a step is, right? Uh, like the letter Gimel is described as uh, sticking its foot forward, mm-hmm. right? So, in other words, you're sticking. If a person stands straight, stands up straight, 
then the feet are underneath the body, which is underneath the head. And the whole person is vertical. There is no um, horizontal expansion. There is just like a line, like a valve. The gimel is a valve, but with the legs stuck out. Right? Which is hispashtus, spreading out, uh, becoming bigger than you really are. Because you really occupy just your little ama by an ama. And here you are taking up three amas, two amas. Is that why we take small steps going back before Shabbat We don't do like a huge step. Similar idea, kind of heel toe as well. Yeah. Yes, that's actually a Mishnah Brewer. He's going out of his lane. What? He's going out of his lane, you know, like right. your lane. Right. So when we're vertical, think to yourself like this. When your feet are together and you're just vertical, you're strictly, you're just a recipient to Hashem. You're just vertical. I mean, a person can be vertical, or he can also he can be vertical and horizontal. Now, when you're horizontal, it means you're interacting with the world around you. You're going out. You're you're impacting. When you're strictly vertical, you're just completely reliant on Hashem. And that's how angels are. Angels are strictly vertical. Well, wait a minute. In the Shemot Esri, aren't you supposed to be slightly bent over as well? You're not supposed to be straight. You're supposed to be like, no. Except for young I mean, maybe, you, maybe you're thinking, maybe, maybe uh, you're thinking about the, the Melech. The Melech is supposed to have a Shemot Esri bent over. No, because when you, you're an Ebed, you're kind of... But yeah, that, that's not, not, not for us. We yeah. only bend... In 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 the Avos right, right. and and in Molde, right. in the two places, beginning and end, in beginning and end of those two brachos. That's right, it. Right. Yeah. It's us to bend more than yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretentious. Right. But um, again, not to say that you can't have a little bit of a a little bit of a slouch as long as it's not a full-on bend. Yeah, I mean the right is a different story. Right? Yeah. But that's all. But that doesn't change your vertical. That just changes that you're that you're submissive. You could be vertical in a submissive way. Um, so, so in other words, there's a there's a a pretentiousness. You're standing in front of the king, and yet you're showing that you're a walker, that you that you have horizontal expansion, that you you're capable of going and doing things. That's a problem, right? That's so. So if you're, you know, so if you're so great, so what are you standing? So what are you coming to me for? You know, so go, go take care of yourself. Yeah. Um, Okay, now on the um, that's what it means. It reveals our erva. In other words, it reveals our physicality. If, if a coin takes a big step, he's showing I'm someone involved in this world. In other words, the kohanim are meant to be like. 
when you see them, you know, it's like you don't even see them walking. You know, like um, yeah, the, they say. I, I just heard this recently. I don't, that uh, weird person Rasputin. Have you heard of him? So he was like uh, hypnotized the Queen of Russia into it. So he like had this like very mystical walk where he wore a long robe and like you didn't see him like lunging and taking steps. It kind of seemed like he like hovered, like floated, floated towards. Like he would take these like little tiny steps and you just kind of imperceptibly get closer to you. What? Like Star Wars, exactly. So, but to a certain extent, that's how Kohanim are meant to move around. Because the whole time they're standing. But they're taking these little tiny shuffling steps. Right? But really the whole time they're, they're standing. Because they're always, because Kohanim, while they're serving, they're in front of Hashem. So they're, so they're standing. But then they're like just shuffling along. And they're in bare feet too. Because they can't. We'll address it. We'll address shoes. Yeah, we'll talk about shoes in a minute. Um, So, that's right. In fact, I think we're going to actually quote that. Shal Nalacha Mial Raglacha. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so, very important. Please don't let me forget to talk about the Roboro. Uh, can you remind me maybe next week even? Remind me about Netzach and Hold.